Today's episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan, the official captain of Against All Odds. We're raising our glasses of Captain Morgan and Ginger to all you captains out there. Whether you're a tugboat captain, captain of your intramural dodgeball team, or just live to have fun. You're all captains in our book. No matter how you choose to live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. We're also brought to you by MyBookie. MyBookie is the industry-leading website for all your betting needs. With their great odds, fast payouts, and decades of expertise, you can bet with confidence. Your team doesn't have to even win. They just need to cover the spread. So what are you waiting for? Lay down some cash and win big today. You could also check out their online casino if you'd rather just roll the dice and craps. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit with up to a 100% bonus. Use promo code SAL to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Welcome to Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. With Kyle working the board. Young Kyle, what's happening, man? Just loving life. All right. We uh, Tate has the night off. He has... Uh, was he has like co-ed kickball league or something? He's, he's got a concert. He's got better things to do. A concert? What concert did he go to? Chance the Rapper. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like how he pretends to be hip. I really love, I love it. It's one of my favorite things about him. I will say it's a great start though, Kyle. I, I show up. Uh, my headphones are they're they're properly hung up. The the microphone is set up. I have a bottle of water. Um, you were asking me about the lighting. You already had the degenerate trifecta patched in. This is this is a really nice start. Yeah, you know, it's a real operation we got going on here. <laughs> I'm not used to the professionalism. All right. Well, um we uh this is a weird thing. It's a weird week. We're coming off that Vegas disaster and it, it is hard doing like a sports gambling podcast going knowing what's going on in yeah. Las Vegas and uh yeah, everyone please donate to americanredcross.org or Anywhere that they need blood, they need funds for the uh, families and the victims. And um, I did a thing. I, you know, I, I did an interesting thing, Kyle. I bet a, I was going to bet a lot of money on the Redskins plus seven Monday night. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to donate whatever I was going to bet on them. And it turned out to be a good thing. I may have saved my own life with that donation because um, to lose like that on that crazy play that we're going to discuss. I that that may have been it for me. I mean, I I would have gone berserk. First of all, I would have had at least one hundred and seventy five dollars worth of holes in my wall. So there's that money. So listen, good things happen when you donate. I avoided disaster, and uh, and donated to one. And we're gonna go over that crazy Monday night ending. We're gonna go over baseball playoff odds. We're gonna take a cruise down the river in the Captain Morgan Make Believe Riverboat Casino. We'll have a Degenerate Gambler Hall of Fame nominee and Sharp Tank, our most popular segment on the show. These guys are phenomenal. Let me introduce them. A few friends of mine, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds. The Degenerate Trifecta is here. What's up, guys? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? You know, this is getting funny here. Uh, We do this thing called Sharp Tank, and you guys pitch me your best bet every week. And out of the three of you, I have to pick one. And the last two weeks, I've picked the one that's lost. I picked uh, Parlay Kid. I picked yours. What happened? We we went with our favorite team, the Cowboys, and we linked them with the Falcons in a money line parlay. It mm. didn't come in. Terrible, Sal. Uh, the Falcons. I think we saw who the real MVP of that team is. Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. He goes out. They look lost. Their offense was lost without him. And our Cowboys are showing flashes of. Uh, 
2013 uh, Monty Kiffin defense. It's yeah. uh, wow, they're they're hurting on that side of the ball, especially in the secondary. Um, still waiting for Byron Jones to make a play in three years here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was thrown for a loop on that one, Sal. My apologies. Did you know Byron Jones? I didn't. I, I looked into the Jerry Jones's son. Like I, I had no idea, but he met a cocktail <laughs> oh. waitress in El Paso. Yeah, it's a long story. It's very strange. Uh, but then you had uh, brother Bry. You had like a seven-team college parlay, which was crazy. Moneyline parlay paid over three to one. That hit. Congratulations to you. Yeah, that was easy too. I mean, well, the first the first six games were so easy. I couldn't believe how easy they were. And then, of course, I had to sweat out the Oklahoma State game. I mean, I was like shaking on my couch watching that because not only did I have that, I, I also, since I also gave that out, I was extra nervous. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, they came through. Yeah, they're the worst team on the planet to root for. I I, I hate them, but I should <laughs> because of that. I didn't take your parlay. And Harry, you you kicked things off Friday night. You had Washington State. You had loved this for months. Moneyline didn't even take the points over USC plus 180. That was a winner. Wow. How do you figure that? Two in a row I've hit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> coming very nicely. You know, coming very nicely. Yes. I'm worried Harry's going to be. He did predict 44 29, though. He did say 44 29. I did say 44. <laughs> <laughs> Harry... If it went to overtime, maybe, maybe got close. Harry, I, I'll apologize for you in advance. I think you're going to be a little distracted between the, the uh, Diamondbacks game and the WNBA game decisive game five finals we may not hear a lot from harry harry you lost you weighed yourself you have to weigh 194 or 196 to win our bet um can i say 196 is it 94 okay no i think it's 194 i think is it's it harry has to lose 52 pounds by super bowl 52 and i give him 5200 dollars. he's lost like 22 pounds in four months and what'd you weigh in today today i weighed in at 218 Whoa. 218. It's getting, it's, nice. getting, it's, get, it's getting real. It's getting real right now. Right. I think you've lost. So I'm trying to figure this out. So uh, so, for, so you've lost You've 20... lost like two pounds over the last six weeks. <laughs> about. I was going to give him the, the slightest benefit Listen. of any doubt. 28 pounds, I think, in four months since May, June, July, August. Four months. And now you have to lose another 22 in, in like four months, right? Yeah. Well, like this past this past week, I basically ate water for the week, so uh, I Good. lost like three, four pounds. So uh, I, I might, I might keep that up. Listen, all the all the great dietitians say that's the way to go. Um, let's talk about this Monday night backdoor fiasco. Jamison Crowder, here come the laterals. Back to Cousins, who cannot catch it. It's on the ground. Picked up by Jordan Reed. Now Thompson. Kansas City has it. This might be meaningful to some. Houston scores a touchdown. I saw it. The Chiefs um, were favored by seven in most places. The over-under, I thought it was like 48. Some people said it was like 49 or 49 and a half. I saw around 48. Um, the Chiefs, everybody knows by now, they were up three. It's great because Andy Reid's bad clock management allowed this last play. Instead of kicking the field goal with no time left, there were like four seconds left. So there's a kickoff. There's laterals. It's crazy. There's fumbles. And then Houston takes it and runs it in for the Chiefs, and they win by nine. Don't kick the extra point. And the spread, I think, goes over. Basically, most shops, it went over. I, I want to ask you guys, has the last play of a football game ever affected more bets and fantasy results? I mean, obviously, the Pats touchdown the last play of the Super Bowl last year swung a lot of money 
Um, but fantasy-wise, to do to do fantasy and bets, I think this ranks right up mm. there. Brother Bry, what do you think? Yeah, I would say, I mean, it's definitely up there for the most, like, meaningless play, right, of the game. I mean, there's there's some last-second touchdowns that a team wins that, that swings it. But this was just, I mean, that was just outrageous. I mean, they were Crowder lateral it back to Thompson, who dropped it, like, three different times. You know, it it, it was really nuts. And the the crazy thing about that was, you know, we had talked about some of these these fantasy scores were where we've never really seen stuff switch like this. Like you had Kansas mm-hmm. City. I know my nephew or Darren's son ended up losing by point one uh. because of Kansas City score. There were some real, even more outrageous ones than that. I don't really remember something on such a meaningless play. That, that's for sure. The, the weird thing about it, it was it was the le- so you could say like Aaron Rodgers that I think it was like a week um, thirteen game that was a Thursday night against Detroit that hail mary. Uh, in, yep. in 2015, so that swung a lot of games, but you had to wait four days for it. This was the last play of the week, so it really, really swung yeah. uh, a lot of fantasy games, and there was enough money on it. I think like uh, it was like William Hill, 67% of the money was bet on the Chiefs. Another uh, shop had $300,000 swing on that last play. Uh, Parley Kid, what do you think about this? Was it Was it the weirdest play in terms of money and fantasy results? Yeah, it had to be Sal. You know, I had them in a pool, like, uh, you know, with, uh, I think, I forget what I had. I think the Chiefs were, like, minus five and a half that I got them at. I had chalked it up as a loss in this pool. It wasn't really that meaningful of a game for me. It's a season-long pool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm thinking, ah, maybe something crazy. Well, what are the chances? Maybe one in, you know, out of a hundred here that something happens. And sure enough... You see it happen, but then you're thinking maybe the defender just goes down on the play, right? Like right. He doesn't score. Mm-hmm. He just goes down. Game is over. He goes into the end zone. As he's going into the end zone, the ball actually almost gets stripped from Houston's hand. Yeah, he got turned around. Uh, like from the defensive yeah. play. He mm-hmm. almost gets stripped. He goes in, and all of a sudden I got people text me, hey, Mike, your son just lost in fantasy because he's in our league, one of our leagues that we're in, and he's good. He's a good fantasy player. And... Yeah. um Loses by point one. What are the chances of that? And then uh, the gambling implications on top of it. Never. I don't. I don't know if this can be matched, Sal. I think this is unprecedented. I, as Brother Bride said, I, I tweeted about uh, the Parlay Kid's son, Michael's fantasy game, lost by point one on that last play, and I'm like, this is going to be impossible to beat. And then I just get dozens and dozens of tweets like, Oh yes, yeah, exactly. what what about me? I I lost by three, and you know, I I I had. I had Derek Carr in, and he got hurt, and I could have had Jared Goff. I'm like, oh, geez, it's not the same. I was at the same thing. It's not the same thing. Well, yeah. the, Sal, there was there was a few that were worse in that. Yeah. The, uh, some people, they played an opponent. They lost by, like, point something. They played an opponent that had, that had the Chiefs, and they also got, like, minus points right. for either Crowder losing yards on that last play or Thompson's fumble. So some people lost, yeah. like, double whammy there at the end. So right. It was actually crazy to see that. There, there were some weird ones in there, and I, I feel for anyone. It's it's just uh, – you're just best off not having anyone started in the Monday night game or going against it. I don't know how you could control that, but it was crazy. And as far as the spread goes, they won by nine. They were, they were laying seven, and the over-under, like I said, I, I had it at 48. Some had it at 49 and a half. If it's 49 to 49 and a half, you got lucky that they didn't kick the extra point. Why did they even not kick the extra yeah. point? Was it just for they didn't want to rub it in, or was it because of the injury concerns? Because it certainly wasn't, like, worried about the Redskins running it back for a touch. That, that wouldn't have mattered. Very strange. 
Harry, you come at it from a different point of view, right? <laughs> Harry, you worked. Uh, well, yeah, you know, you worked behind the counter of a sports book before you were fired for uh, unspecified reasons. What is it like there on a play like that? Is it just is it just bedlam at the end of a game? We're printing a seven dollar ticket that the guy didn't have the money. Seven dollars, anyways. Uh, um, it's it's crazy. You know, working in Vegas sports books for uh, fourteen years, you meet a lot of idiots and a ton of degenerates. And when you combine them with a double point spread flip on the last play, like that game had, uh, you get a lot of lines uh, with people having to put in lost ticket payout requests due to them ripping up the ticket or just losing it when they had already tossed it in the trash when you thought there was no way that uh, Kansas City could cover the spread. And, you know, it just turns into mayhem. You're right, mayhem, exactly. That's the, Because just people just ought, just wait till the game is over and then figure it out. People will just do that. And then they, they almost like bragging about it. It's, it's a point where to get a double turnout like that they're bragging that they uh had the losing or winning side yeah because of the situation like i checked with a buddy of mine that i used to work with you guys have always heard of jimmy the greek well this is jimbo the greek and oh. uh, jimbo told me yeah and jimbo told me normally you know as far as he he recalls you have one or two lost ticket claims a month mm-hmm. with someone forgetting losing their ticket or something he said in for this game and the double result They've had already 30. Wow. Wow. People yeah. are ripping the of tickets People already. just saying they threw their ticket out. They threw their ticket out because they had Kansas City. They ripped it up, and it's a winner. I have to say, you bring up a good thing like about people bragging about being on the winning side of this. I would not feel that at all. That's the last thing I would feel is, oh, my God, I'm so good at gambling because I won on this fluke play. In like, fact, like, even like if people I win. Who had the Patri- like, yeah. like, like people had the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you could find like a, a, besides the Patriots fans who were unbearable. Yeah. People who bet them like right. that. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, you had the wrong side for uh 59 and a half minutes, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I feel sick to my stomach for anyone who had Washington. And uh, I just don't like, <laughs> I don't like plays like that. It kind of ruins gambling for me, but listen, before we move on football fans, listen up should have some on there. Fantasy football fans, it's not too late to join the 500,000 people that have already downloaded Draft this season. You get to play in a real-life snake draft, but you're done in under five minutes, and they last for just one week. That's like an Anthony Scaramucci employment contract, but you can join one right now for week five. And the best part, you play for cold, hard cash. Get this, your chances of winning are 80% better than on the salary cap sites. 80%, Harry. Isn't that great? Solid, man. Solid. <laughs> it's like the chances of <laughs> Harry ending up singing, wearing a sign on Hollywood Boulevard next February. I would say 80%. But any, anyway, all new players, you get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit. You have to use the promo code, The Ringer. That's right. Play a real money game for free just by using the promo code, The Ringer. And it gets even better. Draft is so sure you'll love it that they'll even offer the Ringer listeners a money-back guarantee up to $100. Just search Draft in your app store or go to Draft.com and come play free right now with the promo code The Ringer. All right, Major League Baseball playoffs actually going on right now. The last play-in game, Arizona and Colorado. What's the score there, Harry? I know you're watching closely. 3 nothing, Diamondbacks, bottom of the second, one out, nobody on. 
Cole right. Schmidt hit a three-run homer. Okay. So much for that injury of his. I don't need the whole box score. I just wanted the whole thing. All right. This is what I'm going to. I'm going to ask you guys each for your best bet heading into the playoffs, either the World Series or AL pennant, NL pennant, divisional round matchup. Uh, three of the four matchups are determined right now. Astros minus 165 over the Red Sox. Indians about minus 185 over the Yankees. Nationals minus 130 over the Cubs. Um, as far as the World Series goes, Cleveland is a light plus 280 to win it. Dodgers 350, Houston 6 to 1, Yankees 8 to 1, Red Sox 9, Cubs defending champs plus 950, Nats 10 to 1, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Parlay kid, what's your best bet for the MLB playoffs? Well, Sal, uh, that's a good question. I find this uh there's a lot of parity right now in these playoffs, I feel like. I feel like the American League I think the four teams in the American League, now you, you and Harry are National League fans. Mm-hmm. I think the four teams in the American League are better than any any of the four teams in the National yeah, of League Of course right you now. do. Of course That's you how do. I feel. <laughs> of course. Okay? Of course. Um, but I really do feel that way. Uh, but I feel like, and you know, I love my Yankees. I mm-hmm. feel like, uh, what a nice win last night. Uh, the stadium, it felt like the old stadium last night, Sal. That place was as loud as I've heard it in a long time. Mm-hmm. But the one team I feel like is going to give the Yankees problems is the Cleveland Indians. I think they're the best team in baseball. They're on a mission this year. Um, so I'm going to get back to that. But So I know you're waiting for my pick. Indians, Dodgers, World Series, that's going to be the matchup at oh. plus 450. Okay. Um, I like the Indians coming out of the American League. I think the Yankees are going to be very game in this. In this. But... Here's the bottom line, Sal. The Indians, two words, Corey Kluber. Mm-hmm. This guy's 15-2 and two since June 1st with a 1.62 ERA. He tends to dominate the Yankees. He, for some reason, is going to pitch game two, which also means he'll be available if it goes to game five. Uh, the Yankees have a very t- hard time hitting him. Uh, and obviously, I'm talking about the World Series here. Mm-hmm. I think this team is destined this year to go back there and play the Dodgers. Now, I know Harry doesn't like this Dodgers pick, but to me, listen, the Dodgers were a dominant team. They took the foot off their pedal, off the off, off the pedal, and they went on a, a real bad slump. I think they kind of got it together towards the end of the season, again, in the final week or two. Not that they were the dominant team that they had been, but I just don't see that dominant team in the National League as somebody that's going to upend them. I think they're going to the World Series this year. Kershaw is going to get this playoff monkey off his back. Dodgers meet the Indians in the World Series plus 450. All right. Well, that's pretty low. I guess they're both the favorites, right? So that that's uh, that's low for a yeah. matchup. But, yeah. But pretty good. Sure. You, should, you should be okay for at least the pennant round there at plus 450. Uh, par, uh, Brother Bry, you agree with that? Uh, I don't really agree with it, only because I think – it's going to be hard for. I mean, those teams had such great runs this year between the Indians and the Dodgers. I think one of them will fall short. And and the thing that people don't talk about enough is like these teams are hot for a while, right? And then you know the Indians all of a sudden now they have like a four day break. So you know the one yeah. thing is to to keep on a roll in baseball. And I don't know, maybe these breaks might hurt these teams. Mm-hmm. So you know, I I could easily see the Yankees or the Diamondbacks upsetting these teams, let alone, you know, they could easily lose in the next series, too. So I think it's too hard to say. I don't know if that's good enough value right now to take 
both of those teams because I mean I think one of the, the odds say one of those teams are going to be in it, but I don't know about both. Right. So who do you go? You like the Yankees as much? You know, our friend John Blundell who gets us tickets, hooks us up. He said this is the most fun he's had rooting for the Yankees since 1996. You guys, oh. you probably agree, right? Yeah, the '09 team was fun too, but this team is fun. So you know, I've been saying that chemistry, right, Sal? Yeah. I've been talking about it. These guys love each other. They're fun. And even the haters, Sal, I know you're a Met fan. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of like this Yankee team. No, you have no, to kind of like it. There's nobody to not like. No. Who's there not to like? I really don't. I don't Who's know. there not to like? Just, uh, just on the whole, it's just, it's just all there. It's just always right there, right, for, right. Harry, you don't like this team, right? <laughs> you know what? Uh, they're better than uh, I, I, what I'm rooting for. I'm not rooting for them, but. Uh, they're definitely a team that I wasn't rooting for back in the '90s against. Them. Yeah, of course, that was the worst team. That's the worst <laughs> team. But no, look, th- these guys well, don't want to. That's when Harry was a Braves fan. That's right. That's right. All right, brother Bry, give us give us your pick. Who do you like? Yeah, yeah. So I, I before the playoffs started, just so you know, I mean, I, I I did take the Cubs versus the Yankees in the World Series at like thirty-five to one. I mm-hmm. think it's now like it went down to like twenty-four to one after nice. the Yankees won. But um, I'm I'm sticking with the Cubs a little bit. I like the Cubs over the Nationals in the division series. You know, the Cubs actually, I think they had the best record in the National League. I think they were forty-nine and twenty-five in the second half of the year. You know, Kendricks has been really good since he came off the DL. Uh, you, you have to expect Lester to be really good again in the playoffs. I think he's, he won five of his last six in September. Quintana was, was good again in, in September. And I don't know. I just feel like they don't have a lot of pressure on them. So I, I feel like, you know, they'll come out to play. And the Nationals, you know, they, the three times they were in the division series, they lost all three. We don't know what's happening with Scherzer at this point in time. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's going to be a lot of pressure on them. Also, Gonzalez hasn't been good for the last like two months, so I don't really know what to expect from the Nationals at this point. So I think the the Cubs uh, in the in the positive here at plus one ten, I think is is good value. Plus one ten is pretty good for the defending champs, especially if they could take one of two in in Washington, then go back to Wrigley, um, maybe to close it out. That that could be good. All right. Have they said what with Scherzer yet today? Have they said I I didn't even see anything I, yet. They're, they're keeping it close to the vest. They haven't really said anything on it, but um, Harry. What are you going to say, Diamondbacks? What do we What do we think here? Well, look, uh, I know I gave Darren a little ribbing last week about being a homer uh, with say, the Islanders, <laughs> the Yankees, the Cowboys. What else, Darren? But anyways, um, this at is least be a I'm a fan for... of those of those teams. <laughs> this is going to be a trend. <laughs> this is going to be a trend today with my best bet. But right now for baseball, I'm going to go with my hometown Diamondbacks. To probably be plus. Plus 180 to beat the Dodgers if they can survive this game against Colorado, in which now Arizona's up 4 nothing. Marte, 2-for-2 two two tonight, Darren, with a home run. So it's 4 nothing <laughs> now, Diamondbacks. I'm taking them to beat the Dodgers at plus 180, roughly, because, look, the D-backs are not impressed with the Dodgers. They were 11-8 and versus the Dodgers this season. And in those games, they outscored L.A., 99-61, to a 38-run differential. Mm-hmm. Yep. They have the second-best in the National League, the second-best run differential in the National League. J.D. Martinez was the best midseason acquisition in the NL. A month ago to the day is when he hit the four home runs against the Dodgers. And if the D-back starters can get six, seven strong innings in, Archie Bradley's been lights out for them this mm. year, like a 1.73 ERA. 
And plus, I've been known to stalk the opposing teams a bit. Yeah, I was I just going to bring that up. Yeah, that, this is announcing that. Uh, October's my favorite month and I, of the and year. And I can use psychological ideas <laughs> to mess with the opposition, you know? <laughs> right. Now, because I, I like this time of year because it's you got football, you got basketball starting up, college is uh, up and running, baseball playoffs, and Harry typically stalks the visiting team, whoever's going to Arizona, and you did that yesterday, right? I did that yesterday. I know where they're staying. So in the lobby, Nolan Arenado's right there, along with uh, Gerardo Parra, who used to be a Diamondback. So I sort of did a little plan where I didn't act like I knew who Arenado was, and I started talking to Parra and telling him what a fan I was of his, and we miss him here. Can I get a picture? Oh, no problem, no problem. I just asked Nolan to take the picture instead of saying, hey, man, you're a stud. You had 37 home runs and 130 RBIs last year. Mm. And then I did tell you guys this afternoon it was all my diabolical plan that'll mess with Orinato's head, and then he'd go 0 for, 2, 0 for 4 tonight with two Ks in the ground, and he'd ground to a double play. He's 0 for 1 tonight, and he struck out. <laughs> hey, hey, Sal. That I, picture of Harry, I don't think I've ever seen him dressed so nicely. Yeah, what by was the that way. shirt, Harry? He's Who going did you... to hotels. He's, he's, he's dressing up. I mean, what's going on? Well, first of all, I, I would bet anything. I don't know what the line would be, but it would be immensely. No, uh, it's not. Favorite. It wasn't Ken's shirt. Uh, it's, no, not, it's not your shirt, though. It's <laughs> not yours. Yeah, I, bu- I actually bought that shirt. I bought that for shirt. For who? You bought it for someone else. <laughs> That's your shirt? That is, I, I did buy that shirt. I've worn it once in my life. I've had it for about nine years. I don't think I've ever seen you wearing anything other than bright orange uh, Syracuse shirt. But uh, all right, I'll, I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. And you said you might. Uh, there might be some uh, finagling at the hotel. What, what did you say today? I forgot. What? Well, I was nice yesterday. My whole plan was nice against the Rockies. But like I said, if we get to the Dodgers and the Dodgers are there, yeah, and it's maybe say it's one one and come back for game three, four in Arizona. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers might want to think about maybe getting a unexpected, like a uh, 3.45 a.m. wake-up call when uh, the smoke detectors go off. Oh, you're going to send off the smoke detectors. <laughs> well, it's good that you announced it to everybody. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> or, a fire, or a fire alarm, something, something ah, along that line. All right, good. good. That would be great if Harry couldn't make the podcast next week because he was arrested It would be that. good. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I wonder how much weight you would <laughs> then, lose then, e- then, you then, eating prison then food. Then, I, uh, then would <laughs> I be a fan? Darren, would I be a fan then? <laughs> I don't know. You, fan then, I thought you were a Braves fan. What happened? You were a Braves fan for like twenty something years, and now you move and you're a Diamondbacks fan. Like, how did that happen? It didn't. happen. I think everybody would agree that's a little yeah. shady. Yeah, that's it a is little shady. shady. <laughs> All right, Harry, try to that stay out of jail. Fan, so. let, let me give. Let me give my uh, <laughs> best here. And I'm real. I'm not going. I'm not reaching too far here. I'm going Indians plus one forty to win the American League. Their starters are incredible. They're forty-one and eight uh, since the All-Star break. Just phenomenal. Kluber, Carlos Carrasco, Bauer, and their middle relief is dynamite. And and offensively, I think there was a plus two hundred and fifty-four run differential. That's insane. It, it just everybody Ramirez, Lindor, and Encarnacion, they all Great. contribute. And it's just they're just a top. They remind me of that two thousand fifteen Royals team where there's no easy out in the lineup. And when these at bats in October take uh, two and three minutes, it's tough. It's it, Eventually, you wear a team down. They were 5-2, and two, I think, against the Yankees this year, 5-1 and one against the Astros. Red Sox won 4-7, I believe, against them, but I don't even think they meet, meet up. Uh, 
Parley kid, brother Bri, you know it. You know Severino's exposed. You know Chapman's exposed. You're worried about this. You can have as much fun rooting for this team as, as you want. But Indians, plus 140 to win the American League. That's my best bet in baseball. All right. Let's move on to our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's Make-Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, the degenerate trifecta and I set sail tackling make-believe gambling propositions related to sports and pop culture events. This week's fake prop. Who throws the most tantrums this Sunday? The combination of Odell Beckham Jr. and Antonio Brown or Larry David? Curb your enthusiasms. Larry David is favored by one and a half tantrums. This is a little confusing. Harry, what do you say? I know you're a fan of the show. Larry David giving one and a half tantrums over Antonio Brown and Odell Beckham Jr. You know what? I'll take LD minus one and a half tantrums all day. <laughs> really? Look, Antonio Brown got his whatever that was last week out of the system. And ODB, I hope, realizes that being 0-4 plus him throwing a tirade against the Chargers just equals him being a spoiled brat and no one will give him any sympathy. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Larry David is always good for plenty of tantrums, no matter how much lamping he does. <laughs> That's right. He does do a lot of lamping. All right, so you're going with Larry that David. Was, that was hilarious. You had to watch last year. <laughs> yeah, last week, rather. Uh, Brother Bry, you like taking the tantrums or giving them? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Larry here minus one and a half. Uh, I think Antonio Brown he's gonna be he's definitely gonna be on his best behavior because uh, you know Roethlisberger and Tomlin did call him out this week, so he's he's definitely not gonna do anything. I think maybe Beckham still. I mean, he definitely has probably one a week, but I think Larry. What would you say, Larry? Every episode has like between <laughs> three and four. I mean, that, the yeah. tantrum in the the tantrum in the shower was great oh. with the, with the soap. Awesome. I mean that happens to me all the time, uh, <laughs> but you you, you got to figure out he's going to have a tantrum with Susie with Funkhauser. I think Funkhauser's on this episode this week. Yeah, so that's going to be Great two, and he's going to have one or two more. Yeah, and uh, like Larry, uh, like Harry, geez, like Harry was saying, Lampin. I think that word was made up for Harry, just laying around doing nothing. Yeah, all that's day, where, yeah, right. He is the guy in the in the guest house. Parlay kid, parlay kid. Are you taking or giving the tantrums? Oh man, listen. Too bad Harry was foisted upon us, I think, uh, <laughs> with this episode. <laughs> uh, I'm taking Larry David. He's the king. He's the king of tantrums. Uh, maybe we could all learn a little something from Larry David. Like, lo- worry about all the little things in yeah. life rather than the big things. Right. Right? About, like, uh, this, this thing in, sh- in the shower that Brian said. That was fantastic. We can all relate to that. He throws a tantrum at every little thing. It's at least three to four to five an episode. Let's face it, Beckham's a little, you know, he's the little B-word, right? Mm-hmm. He really is. And Brown, he's going to be on his best behavior this week. That number's going to be low, even though I do think the Giants are about to hit their breaking point here, especially with the loss to the Chargers. But Larry David is the king of tantrums. I love him. What an episode. Take Larry David. Interesting. I, I thought about it. I, it does seem like he has a lot of tantrums, but what did he have in the last episode? I guess the shower one has to count. And then I think with the assistant, and I think that was the only one. I know he goes at it with Susie Esman, but I don't know if that's a tantrum. He fa- in fact, I think backs off with her. I thought there were only two tantrums, if, like, if it's like a real tantrum. And I think, I think he has another two. 
I think Antonio Brown is clean. I think you guys are right about that. He learned his lesson. He's fine. They're going to beat the Jags. It's not a big deal. And I think Odell has his one. He does his thing. Some stupid end zone celebration. He gets mad at the ref, and and they show him flipping out on the sideline. I think think Larry David, two. uh, Beckham Brown, one. I wouldn't give the one and a half. I take the one and a half. So I'm taking football over Larry in that one. All right. That's another week of Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. No matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. Now, came across a letter. Um, we have this thing. We have the Degenerate Hall of Fame. It's in uh, Pahrump, Nevada. And I've been saying that wrong. Harry, you should correct me. I think uh, Jimmy gets on my case, too. My cousin Jimmy is from there. I, he says I say Nevada. And uh, it's Nevada, and I got a couple of letters saying it's Nevada. I'm saying it wrong. How do you say it, Harry? It's Nevada. It's Nevada. Okay. Because yeah. it's weird, because the guy in ch- Chips was, you don't say is uh, Eric Estrada, <laughs> right? You say Estrada. <laughs> it's, it's, it seems like you're, you're, you're going out of your way to not pronounce it the Spanish way. All right, whatever. That's fine. So in Pahrump, Nevada, we have uh, built, we're almost done building it. It's our Degenerate Gamblers Hall of Fame. And we have about uh, seven or eight members. And what you have to do is you have to write me an email at CousinSalAgainstAllOdds at gmail.com and submit yourself. Give us a crazy story, some story about losing bad beats or just uh, in general what makes you a degenerate gambler. And we will analyze it. Now, this comes from Edward G. Contreras Santiago. And I don't even know if it's real, but I'm going to read it. Edward is from Puerto Rico, living in Puerto Rico. He says, Dear Sal, as you know, Puerto Rico just went through a horrible hurricane. Close to 99% of the island doesn't have power or water, and there are three- to four-hour waits for gasoline. However, one phone company managed to get their antennas working, albeit a very weak signal. My girlfriend happened to be staying with me. We both have close to 20% battery, and I tell her to set up a hotspot to check my 18 fantasy league, knowing I didn't insert a defense. I was losing by 22 she hesitated because she wanted to call her mom. I told her it would be quick, and she eventually gave in. After 15 minutes of trying to get into the fantasy app and begging my girlfriend to continue, I managed to pick up the Dallas defense Monday against the Cardinals. I try to insert the Dallas defense, and suddenly it says no connection. My girlfriend's phone lost all her power, and she couldn't contact her mother. And let's just say the Dallas D wasn't the only thing that wasn't inserted. Very good. A few days later, she let me use her hotspot to write this email so I could download this podcast and write my degenerate tale. Thanks, Cousin Sal and the Degenerate Trifecta. Edward from Puerto Rico. My God, this is really amazing to me. This guy is risking all the power. Any terrible stuff going on in Puerto Rico, and he has to get the Cowboys defense in to his fantasy lineup, and it doesn't even happen. Brother Bry, we need three out of four yeses to uh, nominate, to uh, induct Edward into the Hall of Fame. What are you saying, yes or no? Uh, I'm going to say no, just because I think I feel oh. too bad. I think I feel too bad saying yes on this one. <laughs> Although I don't know why he picked up the Dallas. I mean, he's trying to pick up Dallas defense. I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out why he tried to pick yeah. up them. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to just say no, just because again, I think my for my own conscience, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say it. All right, all right, uh, Harry, you don't really have a conscience, do you? <laughs> no, but I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Brian on this too. I'm gonna say no because really, honestly, who's picking up the Dallas? This guy can't be that bright. Sorry, <laughs> he can't because he's picking up the Dallas defense. 
that was awful. I, I mean, it wasn't that bad against the Cardinals, but boy, was it bad against the Rams. <laughs> I think you're missing the point of the lengths this guy went to get his fantasy in. All right, Parlay Kid, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, but go ahead. Well, Sal, he's out. He's out. Yeah. I mean, no matter what I say right. now, uh, I feel terrible for this guy. I mean, this guy, this is against all odds at its best, right? I right. Mean, for what this guy is doing. Yeah, you're right. Right here. I mean, Darren, he, he's you just doing want to feel everything because he wanted Dallas's defense. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a strike against him. Yeah, well, I don't know if that was. I don't know if that was such a bright move. I think the idea is that he one. I, wait, hold on. I think he. It was Monday night, and that was the only defense he could pick up. Wasn't? Isn't that what's going on? There you go. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah, so, you're right. Sal, that's, so, that's so shame true. on these guys. You're 100 yeah. percent right, Sal. Because this guy, to me, this guy's a diehard. He's a fan of ours. Right. He wants to. He wants. He looks forward to the podcast. We probably give him a little, uh, you know, a uh, little little break in his uh, during this hard time. Yeah. Seriously, right? So, and these guys are going to shoot him down and mm-hmm. say no. I, what having a conscience? You, I mean, you know what? You, you know what, Darren? I think maybe convinced me. Maybe I, you know, and I'm going to switch it over. Okay. To you. So now I, I just felt, I just felt too bad with the Puerto Rico thing, everything going on there. But yeah, I think the fact that you know, Darren's this right, the fact, the fact that a... this guy's going through so much too that you know, any little thing to help, uh, I guess that's right. Okay. Sal, don't even let Harry change his. He's a no. He's done. <laughs> yes. Okay, Harry, you're a no. <laughs> you just say yes, Sal, and this guy's in. All right. Well, I have to think. I'm not sure about the Hall of Fame. He's like, he's an absolute <laughs> lunatic. I, Private Santiago here should be court martialed, I think. But uh, I'm going to put him in. I'm going to put him in. Let's put him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, right. let's do it. He's, let's got, do he's it. got enough going against him. He, uh, he was uh, mm-hmm. just to be able to go out on a limb to even after didn't learn his lesson and still wrote this email with uh, limited power and uh, and reception and everything. And uh, if Edward's girlfriend's mother is listening, your daughter is safe or as uh, safe as someone who is dating a maniac can be. And um, let's leave it at that. Edward, you are in the Hall of Fame. And, you know, hopefully hey. you can get there in Pahrump, Nevada. Someday you can uh, come over. God, but God bless Edward. I hope everything is good there, too. So. Congratulations. But, uh, you know. Yes. God bless that guy. And, yeah. and Edward's girlfriend, if you, uh, if there's a way to run, do it. I don't know. And God bless her, too. Yes. Absolutely. All right. So that's it. Uh, Degenerate Hall of Fame nominee. And, oh, let's talk my bookie. Here's what's going on with my bookie. If you're watching the games, it's time to start making money. My bookie is the industry-leading website that can fill all your betting needs with great odds, fast payouts, decades of expertise. You can bet with confidence. Your team doesn't even have to win. They just need to cover the spread. So what are you waiting for? Lay down some cash and win big today. You know, Kyle, you know why you're here? I I just realized what happened. I gave gave, uh, Tate, who's usually running our board, $40 to join. And you know what he did? I'd love to know. He won. He, he obviously turns this into thousands of dollars. He's, he's probably sunning himself in Maui right now. I don't know what he told you. He bought concert tickets. He, that's what he told you. Right. Okay. Maybe bought concert tickets. <laughs> Listen, where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my bookie. I trust them. Don't take my word for it. Check them out yourself. They have in-game live betting and a mobile site that makes wagering on the go easier than ever. You can also check out their online casino. Harry, Harry, you're a big, uh, big roulette guy, right? I love roulette. Harry has love a system. Roulette. All right. 
Invest in my bookie. Just play a few hands of blackjack, roll dice, and craps. Join now, and my bookie will match a deposit with up to 100% bonus. Use promo code SAL to activate the offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right. Let's now go to Sharp Tank. This is it. This is what everyone's been waiting for. I don't know what the units, uh, the, you guys are up uh, a lot of units. I mean, Brother Bry, yours paid three to one. Parlay Kid, you had a parlay the week before that paid odds. Um, Harry, you've won two in a row. Are you ready to go for three? Sure. All right. All. I'm going to pick one. I'm going to hear all three, and then I'm going to buy one uh, if I like it. So let's go with Harry. Start us off. All right. Now, I did say earlier in the show when we we're talking about the Diamondbacks that I've got a it's a trend this on the show with the I'm going to be a bit of a homer and my best bet is a two-team homer parlay where I have Syracuse playing Pittsburgh. I'm taking Syracuse at minus 160 on the money line with the New York Giants at minus 190 on the money line. Now, my reasoning for liking Syracuse, who are actually a three-and-a-half-point favorite, which is interesting. Uh, like I said, I'm taking it on the money line, but they are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Syracuse has, has beat Pittsburgh one time since 2005, and that was by one point. And last year they played at a ridiculous Arena Bowl-like score in which Pittsburgh won 76-61 at the end of the season. I've got Syracuse in this because I think the three and a half is phony. It's a revenge time for them. They've played well the last two on the road. They covered at LSU. They covered at NC State. And they really have to have this game because their next three, it's a murder schedule they have the rest of the season. Their next three, though, they've got Clemson at Miami and at Florida State. And meanwhile, Pittsburgh has beat Youngstown State by seven points in overtime, and they beat Rice. And they got rolled by a combined 75 points by Penn State, Oklahoma State, and Georgia Tech in between those games. Syracuse quarterback Eric Dungy leads the team in rushing with seven touchdowns. He's got seven passing touchdowns. Syracuse gets it done against Pittsburgh. All right. And on the flip side, my other pick for the parlay Giants at minus 190. I know, Sal, you're a big uh, fan of taking the home team on the East Coast when the West Coast team comes. It's an early start for the Chargers. I've been saying it on the podcast. Finally, I've, uh, the Giants put rookie from Clemson running back Wayne Gallman in with Dark, uh, Arlene Starquar being uh, injured. He responded last week. He, he had the best rushing game for the Giants. All season. Hold he on, what did he? What did he have? Like forty? He have like forty-eight yards or something? Well, he had forty-two yards. Well, he had forty-two yards. Oh, okay, just, I'm sorry. You know. I thought it was forty-eight. 42. But it's still the best <laughs> that the Giants have had. All season. It's incredible. He had a receiving it's incredible. touchdown. Yeah. Eli. <laughs> Eli looked good in the second half last week versus Tampa. He had flashes of the old Eli, and they just can't lose to the redheaded stepchild, the San Diego, uh, the L.A. Chargers in New York. It just can't happen. So the Giants. At minus 190, Syracuse at minus 160, two-teamer, my best bet, looking for three in a row. Oh, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I don't know who the redheaded stepchild is out of these uh, L.A. football teams. But um, speaking of homers, Harry, uh, Charlie Blackman, Grand Slam, ties the game. So I don't know about your Arizona pick right now. Um, <laughs> no, I'm, 
I'm kidding. No, Arizona's still four nothing. All right, I will reserve. Uh, I will reserve comments until I hear all three. Uh, Parley kid, what are you pitching me? Yeah. Hey, so I actually liked uh, Harry's bet there. So not to try to. You, talk you don't have to do that because. Yeah, you don't have to do that. Uh, right. You know, but Harry, you know what? I, I do like the Syracuse quarterback. He's an underrated college quarterback. I'm not sure if he's a pro quarterback. I do like the kid though. So I'm going to give you a three-team tease. My career winning percentage on three-team teasers is about 78%. Hmm. Okay? Okay. That's where I'm at. Yeah, it's about 78%. So just so you know, going in beforehand, that's what it's about. So so I like the Packers on this three-teamer, basically getting 12 points against the Cowboys. How many points are the Cowboys going to have to score for the Packers not to cover right. that plus 12? Mm-hmm. 40? 45? Aaron Rodgers is going to carve up this defense. I'm not even saying the Cowboys are losing this game, but, boy, Rodgers is going to have a field day the way things are looking right now. Uh, Hopefully Marinelli, for our sake as fans, can get things together, but not enough, not Mm -hmm. enough for the Packers to not cover that 12. Okay? Um, I like the 49ers getting 11.5 against the Colts. Okay, the 49ers are an 0-4 team. Sal, their last three losses, two of them on the road, yep. have been by a total of eight points. Right. Coach Shanahan has that team playing pretty good football, getting 11.5 against maybe uh, what I think is a terrible Colt team. I like that, right, the 11.5. And, and uh, I like the Jets getting 10 points at Cleveland. Sal? Cleveland is worse than I thought. Yeah. Things are falling apart there big time. They, As I said, every almost three out of the last four podcasts, they have non-football guys running the football team. <laughs> who? The city who, of Cleveland who specifically? Who specifically? Sushi Brown. Is that right? Sushi Brown. And you could probably throw Deep Podesta in there, right? Is that What's his name? Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the the money ball guy, right? He's gone. They got baseball guys running the brown the operations. They're doomed. That team, the Jets, on the other hand, Sal, I told you about this kid Jamal Adams right. back in August for Defensive Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. He has already surpassed Landon Collins on the Giants as the best safety in New York. Whoa. And Landon Collins might be the best safety in the NFL. Right. This kid is dynamite. He's going to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. He has an edge to him. I love this kid. I love him. I wish he was on the Cowboys. The Jets getting 10 points at Cleveland on this teaser. No-brainer. All right. So Packers getting 12, 49ers getting 11.5, and and the Jets getting 10. That's my three-team tease. Okay. Brother Bry, can you top that? Where are you going? You going college? You Uh, had a 3-to-1, over 3-to-1 playoff. Last yeah, week. I had the 3-1 last week, mm-hmm. but I could definitely top Harry's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe Harry's on to something with Syracuse. I mean, they shouldn't be favored, though. Harry, what do you like so much about them, them losing at home to Middle Tennessee? Don't, don't no, engage no, that him, was, that, 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 was bad, with but, that, that was bad, and I know LSU got exposed, but, but they played LSU tough, and they were in it to the end, and they were, they were up going up and down the field against NC State. Well, we, LSU might not be any good, and... Uh, who knows? But uh, also, too, uh, with Harry, let me just say something. If the one thing is the reason you can't bet him either 
is because Harry has to bet his own bet, right? He he was so confident in Washington State last week that he didn't want to take them. That's right? another is thing. That, right, oh, that, that, that is gross. Oh, it wasn't even your best yeah, bet uh, of the week. You loved it forever, and you didn't you didn't put a dime on it. That's disgraceful. That uh, really is. For me, Brian, but you said it. For Harry to hit two in a row, it, that's not happening. And <laughs> no, I just really that. didn't think it was. That's it ridiculous. Came to, exactly. And it came to fruit. It so how can Harry hit three in a row? There's, it's impossible, that's right? True. How can Harry hit three in a row? Yeah, that's right. Harry, <laughs> I got your back on this, Harry. Harry, this isn't about us. It's about the people, right? It's about the listeners. It's <laughs> not about us. I've said that. Harry wasted right. uh, 12 yes, minutes of exactly. the people's time and won't even put a dollar on it to back himself. But all right. <laughs> I understand. All right, br- Brother Bry, what do you uh, like? But all right, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to school this week, and I'm gonna do another uh, five team money line parlay of big favorites. So I almost feel like this one. Uh, I feel a little guilty because I do feel like I'm cheating on this because it is so easy. You're gonna get it's gonna be pretty much even. It's minus 104, but I'm taking five teams. The first team is gonna be Michigan minus 390 over Michigan State. I mean, Michigan's had two weeks to prepare. Harbaugh is gonna be ready, and Michigan State again. They're coming off of a, a big win at home against Iowa. They were also terrible this year against Notre Dame. So I think you can look for that game to be a little bit closer to the Notre Dame game. I know uh, no, uh, Michigan's going to be out um, mm-hmm. spate this week, but O'Corn should, should fill in okay. Uh, number two, I'm going Notre Dame minus 725 over Tate the Snakes Tar Heels. I wish <laughs> Tate was here today. Just no, I, lo- I love Kyle, but I wish he was here so I could just tell him how bad they are. Take it up with Chance the Rapper. He's obviously more important <laughs> know, to Tate than we are. I should, but uh, I think you could expect the same thing. I mean, Georgia Tech just beat up the Tar Heels last week, ran all over them. Notre Dame's going to do the same exact thing. Uh, number three, Georgia minus 1,000 over Vandy. I mean, Georgia's been probably, I mean, I think to me they've been, aside from Clemson maybe, they've been the most impressive team in the country. They kind of remind me of like the the Alabama teams from a few years ago, you know, before they got like Hertz, who's a, you know, a mobile quarterback, uh, you know, that strong defense just run really well, but uh, they're impressive. Vanderbilt, I feel like they have had a, such a tough stretch between Bama, Florida, K-State. I think they'll probably be a little bit beat up. I know they're home, but I, I think that tough schedule, is, I don't think they're going to keep this one close. Uh, number four, I like Penn State minus seven hundred over Northwestern. There's there's just no way Northwestern keeps up with their firepower in this game. And uh, number five, Iowa minus eleven hundred over Illinois. So Iowa's lost two two kind of heartbreakers the last two weeks. Uh, they'll they'll be coming back home looking to make a statement. Uh, you know, it, one thing too, so I don't know if you saw, like Iowa, it, it is a great tradition that they have with that Iowa Children's Hospital. So, yeah, uh, I, I could see them again. They're going to want to get their first Big Ten win in this. So, I love them in that game. So, those five teams that are minus one hundred four. I think again, I think this one's really easy. All right, so bro- brother Bry, just uh, I wasn't paying full attention. Is everyone except Iowa on the road there? Or is Michigan home? Uh, well, Iowa's home and Michigan's home. Oh, Michigan's and then, home yeah, too. Notre Dame, Georgia, and Penn State are on the road. Okay. All right. First, I'm going to tell you each what I don't like about the parlays. Um, Brother Bry, I, I, Vanderbilt is a team that I can never get right if I live to be 150. <laughs> but I said the same thing about Oak State, but Vanderbilt is really just bites me in the ass almost every time, and I know Georgia better and they shouldn't lose and all that but let me let me think about that uh harry maybe this just isn't the giants year maybe it this is just such a coin flip with with them and san diego and they're 
basically one's the East Coast version of the West Coast of each other. You know, like they 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 mirror each other on different coasts, and it's just tough that one of them is going to go zero and five. But, uh, that, but that's, also Eli has never bet ne- Eli has never beat Philip Rivers. Oh, that's great. Oh, I love it then. Much, but he's never beaten him. Uh, oh, I love it then. <laughs> That's great. Oh, <laughs> and Syracuse has never beat Pitt. The do factor. Yeah. The do factor again. Oh, uh, the do factor. <laughs> All right. And there is that weirdness because he wouldn't play for San Diego and that whole thing. Uh, I understand. All right. Parley kid. I like. I forgot. I love Green Bay plus twelve. Is that I? I echo your sentiments there. There's just not enough defense in Dallas. Even if they were to step up, Green Bay's right around. 28 points, so Dallas will have to score 40, and yeah. I don't think it's there. Uh, San Fran is probably better than Indy. Jet, I'm never, I'm not betting on Cleveland all year. Uh, I've, I've made a promise to myself. The, I, I just have a problem, I think, a little with Hoyer and McCown, in, both in a three-team teaser. I just feel yep. like something mm-hmm. weird could happen. Um, I'm going with Brother Bryce Parlay. I'm going with the five-teamer. <laughs> The college parlay, Michigan over Michigan State, Notre Dame over UNC, Georgia over Vanderbilt, Penn State over Northwestern, Iowa over Illinois at minus 104. It's a money line parlay. His parlay won last week. Uh, I wish you too well, Harry. I'm sorry. I'll be rooting for Syracuse. I don't know about the Giants, but let's see if Syracuse wins first. And uh, One day. One day you might go this way. One day. <laughs> I don't by think so. By the way, so. can I say that? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> Darren, by the way, you're ripping Sushi Brown. If you and your lovely <laughs> wife happen to have a sixth kid, Sushi Sokoli is one hell of a name. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Uh, Not bad, Sokoli. Harry. Not bad. Darren, Not what's bad. going on? Hold on. Let, let's uh, let's sing Darren's praises. Uh, he's, he's got a star quarterback on his hand in the family. Uh, what? Who would you have this week? Who are the John Glenn Knights playing? Well, the, uh, they're playing their rivals. Yeah, the Babylon uh, High School they're playing. This now, this week. is a good so, team, uh, Babylon. They're a powerhouse, game. right? Powerhouse. We're, we're, uh, we're banged up. Team's really banged up. But uh, they'll be right in it. we got enough talent to be right in it. And uh, hopefully get healthy for the playoffs. They'll be they'll, uh They'll be right in the mix come the playoffs. All right, time, so. yeah, you're you're being a little bashful there, but uh, young Kyle is like what sixth in the county, said in passing. Uh, yeah, it looks like appears to be that way. Yeah, yeah, yep. Just say it. no one's gonna look it up. That's fine. All right, great. <laughs> all right, I'm taking Brother Bry's parlay. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. If you think you're eligible for our Degenerate Gamblers Hall of Fame, or just want to shoot us an email, do so. Cousin Sal, Against All Odds at gmail.com. Tweet me at the cousin Sal. Brother Bry is at BSZOK816. The Parley Kid is at the Chalk Talker. Harry, uh, you can see, is uh, at a hot yoga class. Are you all done with hot yoga, Harry? All done, but what I'm trying to do, I'm trying to find other classes that I can sign on for two weeks and get in for free so I don't have to really pay anything. Good, <laughs> good, good, good. Jumping around. I'm jumping around Scottsdale. Is that how you're losing the weight? You're jumping around Scottsdale? <laughs> All right, whatever it, it takes. Helps. Watch Jimmy Kimmel Live, 1135 tonight and every weeknight on ABC. And that's that. For the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.